Hello, Christmas music fans. We have another bonus episode for you this week. We got to talk to Jake Cowie from the Chardon Polka Band and listen to their new album, A Very Polka Christmas. Now you might be thinking, Scott, I don't really like polka music. Well, I didn't think I did either, but it turns out these guys are great and Jake is an absolute riot. So even if you're not a big polka fan, you might want to stay tuned. Welcome to Jingle Jank, the show where we find offbeat and obscure Christmas music on YouTube. I'm your host, Scott, joined as always by our favorite California-based Christmas musicologist, Jay. How's it going, Jay? It's going great, Scott. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. we got a special bonus episode today. We're hitting the big time in 2021. Yeah, we are. We are talking to Jake Cowie from the Chardon Polka Band. Jake, how you doing today? Hey, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I'm doing swell today. Thank you for being here. I have an admission for you, Jake. Okay. When you first emailed us in December, I was like, oh, I don't know about polka music. And I uh, I sat on the email for a while. And then I heard you on probably the Christmas Clatter podcast. Yeah. And once I heard your music, I was like, oh, man, we missed it. We missed the boat on this one, Jay. So we're recovering here. A full mea culpa. It's my fault for not being the exclusive. But I'm glad we're here today because this music is incredible. Let's address the elephant in the room, Jake. Polka music is not the most mainstream. That is correct. And I, that's a, a stereotype, if you, if you want to call it, that I've been dealing with since I was about, oh, 14, 15 years old, uh, getting into polka music. And I, I would like to think our, we try and make our style of polka accessible to everyone and fun for everyone because it truly is a fun genre of music. You just kind of got to get past that stereotype, get, get past some of that baggage. There's a lot of baggage with polka music. You know, it's been uh, drug, drugged through the mud for a number of years. I think you're doing a good job of, dra- you're dragging it out of the mud. I, I it's, it's amazing. Now, Jay and I are from Connecticut. Jay, I remember there used to be some sort of uh, festival each year down at that Catholic church down in Vernon. Oh yeah. The Polish American club. Yes, exactly. And (laughs) I remember my neighbors taking me to it as a child and hearing polka music, but Jake, when I picture polka music in my head, I'm picturing it was, I'm sorry. It was the Polish American citizens club. That's what it was. PACC. I remember that because I also, they sponsored soccer teams and stuff like that in the local leagues. I remember playing for their team. All right. Well, I, when I picture polka music, I think of fat dudes and later hosen <laughs> and tubas. I don't think of a guy that looks much cooler than we do, Jay. Uh, and that's what we've got here. Uh, listeners can't see the full effect here, but you can go to the chardonpolkaband.com and, and see Jake. And uh, it's... It's eye-opening. It is not what I expected. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I lived in, um, I lived in Northeastern Pennsylvania for about a year and a half. And right around the same time that the, the man who would be Polka King was being made, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I'm making a broad assumption that, you know, the other guy, uh, Jan or Jan Lewin, I think is the subject of the movie. Jan Levan. Yeah. Jan Levan. Okay. Yeah. So this was all happening. And I just was, when I moved and I know we got to get on, but when I lived in, it was in a new area and I was trying to figure out what is this fascination with polka and I'll end it by just saying that that led me down a rabbit hole of, of finding out who that guy was and the fascination and and that it's polka music is very popular in America and you just you wouldn't know it if you didn't look right. or listen I should say that's right Jake let's start off 
by defining polka music for people like me who are not all that familiar? Because if you said blues, if you said jazz, okay, I can picture some things. When you say polka, the only things that come to mind are tubas and accordion. Does that make music polka music? How would you define it? Right. Well, you're, you're on the right track there. I mean, polka, traditionally, it's, it's ethnic music from, from Europe. Um, mostly, uh, you know, Germany, Italy, Poland, Slovakia, uh, are, all these places have their own variation of, of the polka. There's, if you were to get into the semantics of it, there's uh, a million different kinds of polka, you know, from all these different places. But it's basically that oompa sound, bump, 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 bump. Okay. And, and like 95% of the time, you probably got some kind of accordion or squeeze box, button box <laughs> in there um, accenting that, that boom, boom, but you know, and in Germany, they, they kind of slide more to the brass instruments with uh, like trumpet, euphonium, uh, that tuba you mentioned, you know, where uh, Slovenian, you have the button box accordion and um some stringed instruments and and so it's you know this this form of ethnic music with a lot of different variations but for for the the sake of not not getting into all that yeah it's it's boom 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 you know and you got an accordion in there um we we kind of follow a uh american slovenian style instrumentation if i was getting really particular I mean, and we got uh, accordion, we got banjo, we got sax, and we got drums. Cool. So give us the quick rundown, maybe like the elevator pitch that you used when you got your uh, millions of dollars of money from, mm. from benefactors. How did the Chardon Polka Band get started, and how did you guys meet? Okay, so the band originally started when I was in high school, uh, and this was in uh, 2003. So it's been a, been a minute now. Uh, 2003, it started as a high school project, and it was always kind of one of these things where I was like, well yeah, I'm going to do this another year and then I'll be able to wrap it up. And so it went from this high school project to a hobby. And then eventually I was kind of at this turning point um, a few years after high school. And I went, well, um, I'm really loving this. I love being on stage. I love playing music. Let's try it. Let's do that as a thing. So it evolved into my career. Very cool. So you're a full-time musician. I am, which is a weird thing right now in the midst of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. As, as, as musicians make their money when a bunch of people get together and that's not happening right now. Um, so one of the things we did to combat that, to find out how we could make money, um, without playing live shows really almost at all this past year, uh, was we, we went into the studio, we did, we did two albums this past year, 2020, and one of them was a Christmas album. Does Christmas music hold a special feeling or place in your guys' heart? Or is it just something you felt like, well, it's the end of the year, we better do that? <laughs> Christmas music really does, uh, it does play a big role in my heart. And uh, this is actually our second Christmas album. We did one back in 2015. I was just listening to it today. It's awesome. Thank you. Our, our fans love that one. And every, all, every single person who's bought it has said, hey, I love it. Um, well, maybe not every single person, but <laughs> the people who talk to us, they say, I love it. But I wish it was longer. You know, it's only a half hour long compared to our normal albums, which are about 45 minutes to an hour. So when we were discussing what we could do in 2020, 
um, this was summer when, when we realized that the whole rest of our year was going to be canceled. Uh, Christmas album came up and, and everybody was kind of on board that idea because it's stuff we love. And um, Christmas is always a big season for our band. Cool. We have a couple of, of really big shows at Christmas time that, that I, I have to say just mean the world to us. You know, it's, it's just a great time to be part of people's lives. And I think as, a, as an artist working at Christmas time, for people to invite you into that special time of their lives, is, is, is there's something like magical about it. So um, this album was, was very, uh, I, I think the right word, maybe cathartic for us because we, we didn't get to see people and, and perform for them this Christmas, um, but we were still able to deliver some special music to them. And you did some live shows on YouTube or something online too, I think I saw. Yeah, we do. I do a weekly live stream um, here from my home studio, uh, but the full band got together for a Christmas concert actually at uh, an opera venue. And yeah, it it was kind of the same deal. They aren't doing operas right now because you can't have that many people together and and they don't have audiences, but they have this expensive venue and expensive equipment. So they just started inviting local bands to do shows. um, And we did a Christmas show for them. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's really cool. How was the reception of it? Oh, fantastic. Well, enough talking. Let's get into some of this fabulous music, Jay. What do you think? Right on, dude. All right. Now, we're keeping Jake away from his family, so we're going to do a few of the songs from their album. At the end, make sure, Jake, that I let you plug how people can, you know, support you and pay and, you know, buy your albums and all that stuff. And if we have time, remind me to ask you why your wife isn't on this album. (laughs) I'll do it. Great. So we're going to play about uh, 60 second clips from a handful of your songs. So the Chardon Polka Band legal team, please be aware Jake is here (laughs) and uh, don't come after us, uh, you know, with, with your lawsuits. Is that okay? You are authorized, fully authorized. All right. This is great. So first song today is Christmas Time is Here. Once again, the time of year to spread the love and spread the cheer and maybe drink some Christmas beer because Christmas time is here. Take a look. Christmas time is here. The first track from the album, A Very Polka Christmas. We got some questions for you, Jake, and also we just want to kind of banter and hear what you have to say about this. I love it. So I did some research on the band, and all the songs that we've picked today have corresponding videos on YouTube. So if you go to the show notes and you go to the JingleJank.com website, you can find the links and you can watch these videos, and I would highly recommend it. These videos are very entertaining. So it looks like you have Mike Franklin on the banjo, is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay, and Bob Young on drums. Yep. Mitch Lawrence on the sax. Yep. And what's your contribution on this song? Are you playing the accordion? I play the accordion, and um, we 
usually me and Mike uh, take turns on lead. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Mitch always does backups and sometimes does lead as well. So who does the cartoons for your videos? Because those are really good. Yeah, I, the uh, I, I'm laughing. Uh, we met a guy from Venezuela um, I, maybe f- six years ago now, and um, he did like a little project for us and. Me and him just really hit it off create creatively because he just like speaks our band's language, even though he doesn't speak English. Wow. It's his first language. Um, and I, I think there's a, a neat thing where I send him the lyrics of a song and because English is his second language, he takes everything literally and he, and he oh. studies the lyrics and, and he comes up with some really genius animation. It's like for, feeding it into an AI machine, right? <laughs> it, it is. He's, uh, and he's got our sense of humor. He, he sends me stuff back that I'm just blown away by. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Highly recommend watching these videos. Is this an original song? I don't think I've ever heard this before. Yeah, Christmas Time is Here is an original tune. Um, I, I wrote that one, I think, back in 2000. 12 or 13 i it was a long time ago and we did a version of it and was just never happy with it and it came out of rotation and then when we did this album i wanted to hit some lesser known christmas songs and i went well i don't even know this one anymore so it's pretty lesser known so yeah it's a great song i really like it and i'm thank you i'm usually pretty negative on original christmas music okay you know there's a group of uh, Christmas music enthusiasts who say, like, you, you just can't write a new Christmas song anymore. It is tough. I like this one. I think it's great. Thank you. Why don't we move on to the next track today? This is Andrew the Mailman. He's got a package. A Christmas package. He's got a package. It's just for you. He's got a the mailman jake that's obviously you on the accordion i can see that in the video and uh looks like mitch has a gunmetal saxophone which i don't think i've ever seen i've only seen it in gold and i saw this thing made me want to pick up the saxophone i've never played but yeah it definitely stands out yeah it's awesome now uh let's address the elephant in the room this is kind of a suggestive song has anyone pointed that out to you i i don't i mean i i think it's about the usps it's however you take it, I believe you told me. Yeah, it's, I mean, music, uh, that's the beautiful thing about music. You can take music, uh, it means different things to different people. I love the energy of this song. It is just, it's a, 
it's like a sonic wave that washes over you while you listen to it. And I love it. Yeah. No, I'm laughing. Sonic wave. That's my language right there. That's- I wouldn't say it's an oral assault, but it's, it's just so in your face. I think it's great. What were you going to say, Jay? I was going to say I had a very similar reaction when I listened to this song. And then I had like a really kind of turbo nerd fan type of reaction in that I, I need to know the, the, um, you know, what is the inspiration or who is the inspiration for Andrew? Like this, <laughs> I need this to be somebody that like, d- delivers your mail or, um, or something. I recently, I think we learned in our last episode that eight, six, seven, five, three Oh nine Jenny was just a made up person. And it was like my, oh, you yeah. know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need to believe yes. in these. Is there an Andrew? I think is the question we all, we all need to know. Yeah. 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 Um, Are there are no more myths. <laughs> so, yeah. I, so, um, this song is based on a, a guy named Andrew Votaw who goes by the, the moniker Andrew, the mailman as a polka DJ for a radio show called, uh, polka save my life today here in the Cleveland area. But he's a legitimate mailman, um, who got into polka music and, um, started out as a guest DJ on this program and now kind of run, um, half runs the program. Um, but he comes to all these polka events here in the greater Cleveland, Ohio area. Um, and, uh, he dances with everybody. Like he was always very cool dancing with, with everybody. And, um, just a super guy, fun, fun dude. And we wrote a song about him back in 2013 for, for a different album. And I always use that song at Christmas because I think USPS um, provides a pivotal role in the holiday season. So when, when we were in the studio, literally as we're in the studio, I've got a notebook making notes, um, turning it into a Christmas song. I was going to ask you how it's a Christmas song. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, like I said, you know, Andrew, we, we have a song, we have a version of the song that doesn't mention Christmas at all. Uh, but I, I just, I felt like it would fit so well on this album that we, you know, um, changed the lyrics around. Um, and, and I think like it, it, he's, we tried to make Andrew the mailman into this Christmas folk hero, you know, like, like Rudolph. Okay. There's a, there's a problem. Rudolph steps in, save the day, you know, even, even Santa Claus delivering the gifts, Frosty the Snowman, you know, you have all these quintessential um, Christmas characters. Well, to me, Andrew the Mailman should be right up there. Um, We've actually gotten uh, messages from mail carriers around the country going, oh, thank you for this song. We really (laughs) are glad to be appreciated. We're laughing. We're like, oh, this is just for our friend. But, you know, yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Jay, I smell a Christmas special coming on. What do you think? I do. And I'm telling you, I never, it's funny you you said what you said, because I never questioned this as a Christmas song by default. I immediately, and I mean, uh, obviously the video imagery probably helped my bias there, but um, I think like in this, like you were saying, you can't write a new Christmas song. I mean, there's obviously really old Christmas songs that talk about mail and sending things and packages, but like the world, that's got a totally different meaning in the Amazon age. And it's got an even more, even deeper meaning in the COVID-19 age when like the people who bring you stuff have become our folk heroes. You know what I mean? So it's in in a way that they should have been much longer before that, but I'll I'll get off the soapbox, but you get the point. Why don't we move on to our next song? This is the Gloucester Wassail. Wassail, wassail, all over the town. 
right, that was the Gloucester Wassail. And I may be saying Gloucester differently than some of our listeners might say it themselves. How do you say it, Jake? I, I hesitate to say it. I All right. You know, that's the title that came with it on Wikipedia. And <laughs> I just say Wassail, Wassail, or Wassailing Bowl when I introduce this. I, I, Gloucestershire. <laughs> it's like Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Worcester, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same state. I, yeah, I, right? I, yeah, no, I can't, I don't pronounce that word. Now, I picked this song because this is a traditional English carol from the 1700s. It is. What made you guys pick such an old song? Uh, I love all music. Um, we love all music. But I first heard this song at a caroling party. Um, and, and it legit, you know, going around the neighborhood caroling and I loved it. I was like, oh, that, you know, that, that hook with a wassailing bowl, we'll drink to thee. Uh, that was like, to me, that whole experience of, you know, the, the experience of actually going out and singing at people's houses who you may not know and, and saying, we, we wish you a Merry Christmas that it was summed up by this song and I've, I, I've loved this song ever since. And it's, it's not a well-known song. And I, I, that, that was like one of the ones I knew from the beginning we got to put on this album. Yeah. I never, I never, I was, we were saying off air, I, I didn't actually know what wassailing meant until this year. And I had to look it up. And the reason why was because it was something that I went out and did with some neighbors. And it, you know, it took this year to be the only thing you could do with people was go outside and walk around far enough away from each other, but kind of still be in each other's company. So we went wassailing, man. And that's, uh, I guess, uh, you know, silver linings for uh, 2020. Absolutely. Sometimes you take a really old carol, like the Boar's Head Carol, or maybe even something like this, and they really don't hold up. I think you've breathed some real nice life into this. It, it feels very modern, even though the language is very dated. Right. Well, we try and stay away from music that we can't make our own, you know, like you got, I mean, okay. we do some, some far out stuff. I mean, we're known for covering a little bit of everything, you know, we'll play uh Miley Cyrus we'll play the Beach Boys you know we'll we'll do Van Morrison and and then we'll do you know the Beastie Boys we just mix it all up but but every one of those things we try and make it our own and and own it and perform it in a, a way that I I don't know if it, the word is it like do it justice or um whatever but yeah I definitely feel like with this song that we, we kind of took the tune and made it our own, put our own energy into it. And, and like I said, it to me, it captures the feeling of actually going out and caroling and, and, and wassailing. Yeah, you've put your thumbprint on it for certain. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the word I was thinking of too, thumbprint. Yeah, yeah it's great. Imprint, whatever. Jay, I'm, I feel like uh, after we all get vaccinated, we need to do a Jingle Jank road trip and go see these guys in, in person. Yeah, I love Ohio, man. Yeah, be awesome. all right. Well, we'll Ohio's a great place. Let's get our people on that, okay, Jay? Yeah, I will have uh, I'll have um, our, our our folks in uh, travel and entertainment take care of that. Great. Next song today is <laughs> "It Came Upon a Midnight Clear." Heaven's all gracious King The world 
All right, that was It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. Jake, I picked this one because Mike was singing on there. Right. Well, a, a second ago, I was talking about making songs our own, and that means different things when we play different songs. There is no way that I can make Midnight Clear my own. I do not have the vocal uh, capabilities <laughs> to capture the majesty of this song. I, I managed to scratch it out on the accordion, but yeah, I, I wouldn't sing this one. Uh, Mike Franklin, uh, my dear friend, our banjo and guitar player, um, he's he's classically trained. Um, I, be, I believe he went to school and studied opera wow. um, at some fancy school in Chicago. And it, this song has a different vibe and a different feel because of that. And it's one of those things working together, you know, like, all right, this, this falls into your category and, you know, we're going to, we're going to sing a song about uh, drinking and singing and a wassailing bowl. That's, that's, uh, that's Jake department Um, singing a a beautiful song is, is Mike's department. Jay, you have kids that will be going to college in the next few years. Can you imagine if you sent them to some fancy school in Chicago to learn opera and when they finished, they came back and said, Polka band. We've, and that's what we've got. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy for that. I worked with a guy years ago whose son actually in Ohio went, went to a very prestigious music school there. And, uh, and he showed me a picture of his kid and the kid had like full dreads down to his back and stuff like that. And he was out traveling the world, making music. His dad was happy as a clam. I'm like, I, I, I'd be happy with that. There you go, man. I love it. I have some extremely accomplished and well-educated musicians in this group. And uh, I am like the least of them. I, I'm the hack, the, you know. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> just make it up as I go along. These guys are amazing. Yeah, the talent is obvious. I mean, that was one of the things, and and, and uh, not just to blow sunshine at you guys, but for, for our listeners especially, like visually, uh, the, we've already talked about the quality of the videos and, and production for these songs. It's out of this world, and the music sounds fantastic as well. So it's, it shows through. Thank you. Well, let's move along here. Uh, the next song today, this is Kilbasa for Christmas. I broke my bat on Johnny's head. Somebody snitched on me. I hit a frog in sister's bed. Somebody snitched on me. I spilled some ink on mommy's rug. I made Tommy eat a bug. Bought some gum with a penny slug. Somebody snitched on me. I'm getting kielbasa for Christmas. Mommy and daddy are mad. I'm getting kielbasa for was kielbasa for christmas now jake this was the first video i watched and when i saw it i said oh my gosh this guy is larger than life this is where i said hey this is not a fat guy with the with the german hat and the later hosen like i really want to know more about these guys yeah uh, thank you i uh I, it's it's literally just the song nothing for christmas and we changed one word but yeah yeah putting our thumbprint on it my eight-year-old was walking around the house singing this, so that's a good testimonial right there. You might want to put that on your website. Scott's eight-year-old daughter sang this. Yeah. I'll do yeah. it. 
Although I, I have to say that I, although I am currently and, and have been a vegetarian in a good chunk of my adult life, I wasn't always. And when I, when I wasn't kibasa, kibasi, whatever, whatever you call it was uh, like a staple, like just growing up was a constant. It was, it was not seen as a punishment. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right. right. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's, just, it's a, totally yeah. just, this has got to be a crowd pleaser, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, a yeah. A weird novelty song that uh, he's uh, I'm laughing just talking about it. I'm like, I don't know what to say about kielbasa for Christmas. It's so good, though. It's so good. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I did have something I noticed, Jake. Mitch's uh, solo, it sounds a lot like Yakety Sax. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Um, Mitch Mitch is like the king of the meme or the king of of the uh, the callback. Like, yeah. he'll sneak it's, it's an Easter egg. It's a musical Easter egg. Okay. Oh. And um, I love working with this guy anyway, but one of like my divine joys on stage is Mitch will be playing a solo and he'll look at one of us and then he'll sneak a little bit of something else in there. Oh, that's great. Um, and I know he had a, a lot of fun with that with a Christmas album. Uh, I think maybe on Andrew the Mailman on his solo, he... Um, does a little bit of it's Christmas time in the city. Mm. Uh, oh, Silver bells. Okay. Is that Silver yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. It's, it's just that you just hear a hint of it. And then he's moving along with some other jazzy thing. Well, same with this song. You get the, you know, but then it just goes somewhere else. And you're like, wait, that was a little bit of yakety sax, you know, and, and he latched onto something in the melody of, kielbasa for christmas and decided i'm gonna sneak that in there and um yeah they're they're these musical easter eggs musical i think he even refers to them as musical memes okay Uh, very cool he he throws these memes in there just to have fun with the rest of us i noticed in the video he's also playing the clarinet yes yes so how do you guys do that live does he put down the saxophone and pick up the clarinet at that point i actually i do i think we've only knocked his stuff over like twice, which is a miracle. Um, he'll have at a show, he'll have a saxophone, clarinet. He'll also play the flute. And then sometimes he brings his Barry saxophone. Wow. And and he will literally be juggling these instruments. Well, not literally, you know what I mean? Juggling. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't say literally juggling. But he'll be juggling these instruments, you know, gr- going back and forth. He's metaphorically juggling. Yeah. He'll be metaphorically <laughs> juggling these instruments. <laughs> uh, which we actually have literal jug- juggling on stage. Our banjo player, um, he gets uh, the juggling balls out and juggles during a, a song. While but, he's yeah. playing the banjo? Uh, well, he has to stop playing the banjo, but he does it while he's yodeling. There was a band that I used to go see actually in Ohio that um, the the lead singer would come out on stilts like during when, when they do their encores. It was just nice. really great. I had usually outdoors. I, Acoustic Hookah, I think, was the name of the band, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, they're still around. Hookahville, they do the festival still. Is that in Ohio? Am I thinking I the right place? I don't know if Hookahville is still around, but I know Acoustic Hookah is still around. Cool. Yeah. Welcome to Ohio Talk with Jay and Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mitch, Mitch uh, live will just you know rapidly. I, I mean, extremely rapidly. Put one instrument down, pick up the next one. Uh, I I actually because of the type of band we are, we have certain things that are rehearsed and always the same, but we have certain things that change every single time we play. And while, you know, Mitch might always have a solo after this chorus and this song, 
he might have a, a you know a wild hair one day and, and switch to clarinet as opposed to saxophone and, and do like a completely different solo than we we've ever heard uh, he he's a jazz musician um, by his training so that's really natural to him and it's phenomenal for us honestly yeah um, I mean some of these songs we play a few hundred times a year and and so when he throws something, crazy in the mix something unexpected it's it's just delightful what's your superpower on stage you know you got juggling banjo players you got guys playing <laughs> clarinet and flute and, and this and you got right. jake standing there with an accordion right this is literally what I, I i even i admit this to our audience i'll go through and name all the band members and what they do and i'll go my name's jake cowie and i'm here to introduce these guys I, I have the best job in the world because I actually don't really have to do any of the heavy lifting musically. I just kind of uh, keep a little rhythm going, keep a beat going with the accordion and go, all right, hit it, Mike. All right, hit it, Mitch. That's Bob Young on the drums. Let's go, you know, and, and sing a few lines. It's good to be the band leader, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm a, I'm a front man. That's what I do, you know? All right, let's get into our last song today. This is We Three Kings. That was We Three Kings. Jake, I love this song. I, I love, you know, we keep saying the thumbprint and how you guys make these songs your own. I've never heard a version that feels like this before. It's it's just so good. Jay, what are your thoughts on this? I loved it. It was a refreshing and different take on it. You know, and it's, it's, it's nice to hear something that you've heard so many times before sound so different. So I definitely love this take on it. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm glad you said that because that was something I've been trying to verbalize in my mind. And I haven't, until you said it, it didn't click that, yeah, you, these guys have taken a bunch of songs that we all know well and made them their own and made them feel brand new again. And obviously, you know, the originals that they're original, but songs like We Three Kings or It Came Upon a Midnight Clear totally different take on it if this was playing in the background at a store and i heard it i would stop it would absolutely catch my attention and i think that's really cool thank you i I appreciate that you know one thing that that kind of bugs me about christmas music and and i so i appreciate the concept with your show you know you walk into walmart or turn on the radio and it's always the same versions (laughs) Yeah. Uh, of these songs. Like I, I, for me at Christmas time, I go to vinyl and I just play old, old vinyl records. I found at Goodwill because there's stuff I've never heard. Yeah. It's, it's some group I've never heard of, or uh, uh, my, my absolute favorite Christmas record is like a high school 
show choir that they record their stuff on vinyl. And, and I'm like, well, I'm never going to hear this anywhere else. Um, <laughs> and so when, if we're going to do a song that people know, we, to me, it has to be different. It, it really just has to be different. I think you guys are totally hitting the mark on that. And yeah, that was the origin of this show was we get excited when we hear something that we haven't heard before. Yeah. I'm a big Christmas music fan. If I haven't heard something, that's a pretty good yardstick that it's on the more rare side. I obviously don't know everything, but I consume a lot. So if I haven't heard it, it's a standout. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question, Jake, when are we going to hear the Chardon Polka band at, you know, Walmart over the PA system? I, I don't know. I, I, I love that. It happened. You know, we had a weird uh, week this summer where they were playing uh, a song we did on Outlaw Country Radio. Oh, wow. It got played like five times a day on um, um, XM Radio. Okay. Um, Outlaw Country XM. Right, um, yeah. I think I don't know if they were playing it like between shows or something, um, but it was like five times a day, and I had no idea why, how, whatever is cool. But, yeah, so um, I'd love to get picked up a little bit more mainstream. But, yeah, I'm happy for whatever. Now, Jay and I are operating under this theory that the people that run the programming for the Jolly Christmas Station on Sirius XM listen to this show. Yeah. Because it's just been a little too coincidental that, for instance, our disco episode, three of the five songs all of a sudden you know, started showing up on, on Sirius XM. Mm. You know, hey, Jolly people, if you're listening... Play these guys. This is the kind of offbeat stuff that not everybody hears and people get excited about when they hear it. So this is just fantastic. I, I would love to see you guys perform. I, I will absolutely figure out in my life how to make that happen once it's safe for everybody. Well, I'd like to go on the, the record and say there's nothing better than XM Radio. XM Radio is, <laughs> is the way to go if you ask me. Yeah. We're not sponsored, but we're for sale. Yeah, exactly. 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 If anybody's exactly. listening, um, right? Uh, yeah, second to none, really. <laughs> so, Jake, thank you for being with us today. How can people find you online? How can we support you, especially during these tough times when you're not able to do your normal thing? Well, um, our primary goal is to play music and for people to enjoy it and we're still able to accomplish that right now and this is also our career um so one of the main things people can do to support us is is find us on facebook find us on youtube and subscribe to us so that you can hear our material and enjoy it uh we we have this material available on albums that are on itunes spotify Oh, whatever the other ones are now, I think we're on there. Uh, physical copies. So you sent me the album. Yeah, physical But copy. I've been playing it on iTunes because yeah. I, I want you to get your pennies. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Just leave it on in the background, just playing constantly. I'll get Homer's drinking bird that will keep pecking at the keyboard <laughs> yeah. and just restart it over and over for you. Right. We, appre- we appreciate that. You also have a Patreon, I believe. Yeah, um, patreon.com. Uh, I think it's slash the Chardon Polka Band. Sometimes we use the the, sometimes we don't. Yeah, you don't want to get confused with that other Chardon Polka Band. Make sure it's the Chardon Polka Band. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're, there's only one. Um, yeah, so uh, Patreon's a cool thing. Um, folks can com- subscribe to us on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the most important thing to us is folks enjoying the music. You know, we put a ton of material out on YouTube, as you guys saw. 
And uh, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, if, if people are enjoying our music, eventually we become a part of their lives and they buy a hat or a, a T-shirt or whatever, or buy a CD or, you know, get us some of them pennies on iTunes. Good. Jay, uh, I, I know you're still hard at work and putting together that Jingle Jank Christmas playlist. Make sure these guys are included, all right? Yeah, they definitely will make the roster. The music was absolutely fantastic. And Jake, thank you. So much for being here and taking time out of your day to join the show. Loved it. And uh, all the best in the new year to you and the band, man. Hey, thank you. Thank you. You guys, you guys are awesome. Please visit jinglejank.com for the show notes and links to everything we discussed today. We'll see you again soon for a regular episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. All music used in this episode is property of its respective copyright owner, and no infringement is intended. These clips were played under the expectation of fair use for purposes of education or commentary. You can find links to all the songs we played in the show notes. Please don't sue us. We don't make any money from this. The worst episode ever.